0: You're a superstar. And that one's deep. You are Lockdown Brewers, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. I am your host, Ben Larson. Find me on Twitter at Cheesehead Talks, also at Lockdown Brewers. That's the show handle. And Facebook.com slash Lockdown Brewers as well. Brewers split a double header against the St. Louis Cardinals. And they take the series overall three games to two. They lose the first one in, in tough manner last night. They ran into Adam Wainwright, who a little shaky in the first, but then not so much the rest of the way. And they lose four to two, and then they uh, they get up to a hot start in game two and, and don't look back in a six to nothing victory. And so a doubleheader split. They split both of the doubleheaders in the series and then took game two in the middle in dominant fashion. And, uh, you know, some positives to take out of it, right? It's it's not as much as you wanted. You're kind of hoping maybe for four wins out of five, but it's tough ask. Uh, and the Brewers are right in the mix of things. We'll talk about that coming up. We'll We'll do three up, three down. We'll talk about where the Brewers stand here with 11 games to play. We'll talk about Ryan Braun and his legacy and the fact that he hit his 350th home run of his career, all as a member of the Brewers. Uh, and then we'll we'll preview the upcoming sprint to end the season after an off day today. The Brewers have 11 games, 11 monumental games <laughs> to finish the season. And they're right in there. They are, despite everything, they're in there. And they can uh, make some noise here down the stretch. So we'll talk about all that coming up. Let's get into it with three up, three down. Three up, three down. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the ups is what we always start with. So let's get to it. The early offense, um, both games. Look, they, they scored a couple of runs in the first against Wainwright as well. Keston Hira with another home run, which was a positive. And the Brewers uh, got off to a, a good start. Uh, couldn't hold it, unfortunately, but good start in game one. And then a great start in game two. Ryan Braun, 350th career home run. Uh, and he uh, he really you know gets the job done there. As uh, the Brewers get off to a 3 nothing start, they add a run to go 4 nothing and looking like they could really jump on the Cardinals starter. But then he held his own uh, through most of the rest of the game. The Brewers add a couple of tack-on runs uh, with a two-run home run by Jacob Nottingham uh, in the bottom of the sixth and then win easily, then 6-0. to nothing. Uh, So the early offense was key in, in both games. It was good for the Brewers to get on the board early. Anytime they have early offense this year, first inning offense, I'm going to get very excited because it was just non-existent. Non-existent for the first two-thirds, three-quarters of the season. It just didn't happen. And it's been happening a little bit more lately, which is nice. Uh, second up, the starting pitching was really good for the Brewers. Brandon Woodruff goes the complete game. I guess he gets credit for a complete game, which is it's a quasi. It's a, it's a not real complete game. But he goes seven innings, which he's done now in consecutive starts, which you like to see. Now, he gave up four runs, three of them earned. Uh, But you'll take seven innings, three earned runs from Brandon Woodruff every day of the week. That's pretty good. That'll usually spell good things. It did not in game one of the doubleheader, but Woodruff was really solid. And he allowed the Brewers a full complement of pitchers in game two. Now, they only ended up using, uh, what, four, I think? Yeah, Suter, Peralta. And then uh, they did use Devin Williams to get through the sixth inning. And then they scored a couple in the bottom of the sixth. So Hader did not come out and they used Yardley instead. but uh, So the pitching staff in good shape, especially with an off day today. But that starting pitching and Brent Suter in Game 2, three shutout innings followed by Peralta with uh, two more, was really good. And uh, obviously Woodruff was good as well, so you will take that. The third up, uh, Ryan Braun's 350th home run uh, because, you know, it's a milestone home run, right? It's a nice round number. We love it. We'll talk more about that in a minute. But uh, it, was, it was good. It was good to see that. And, and the Brewers, uh, you know, there's a legacy career here for Braun. It's, of course, had its ups and downs, as we all know. Uh, but nice to recognize this. And, and hopefully, I, I hope it's not. I, I will say this. I hope it is not his final year. I hope that the, the Brewers pick up the option and that he plays another year. Or they cut some sort of deal and he plays in 2021 a full season in front of fans. Uh, and that, that they use him the way they can use him. Part-time player, really. Uh, you know, quasi part-time player. Like, almost not really almost full-time, but not part-time completely either. <laughs> Three-quarter time player. Whatever it's going to be. Uh, I hope that happens. Long way away from making that decision, but I'd like to see it. So, Braun uh, with three fifty, It was an important home run, and hopefully he has a few more of those in him the rest of this year. As far as the downs are concerned, uh, Adam Wainwright shut you down in Game 1. Just couldn't find a way to get to him after that first inning. He only allowed one, what, one more hit. I want to say maybe another, maybe two, but it wasn't much. <laughs> you know, he had the, the home run given up to Hira, and you, you felt good about it uh, you starting off, but then the Cardinals clawed back, took the lead, and Wainwright shut you down the rest of the way. And his curveball was nasty, and uh, is tough. So they, they lose game one and can't get to Adam Wainwright. Second down, uh, the unearned run to give up the lead. An error causes the Cardinals to take the lead in game one. Frustrating. Uh, Because Brandon Woodruff, again, pitched pretty well. And uh, I'm not going to say he didn't deserve to lose as far as to Wainwright compared to how well Wainwright pitched. But he did pitch well. And it was frustrating to have your defense let you down uh, to give up the lead in game one. Uh, So that that was tough. And the third down, you're still, you know, you just didn't, I know you took the series, but you didn't make enough noise there. You needed another win. You needed to pull out one more, sweep one of those doubleheaders. I mean, really, you know, not not that you're out of it because you're not at all. You're right in it, but uh, you needed to to win four out of five. I mean, they're going to need to do something along those lines. They're going to need to get hot and do something along those lines uh, to really make the playoffs here and get into this thing. And they're not quite there. They haven't been able to quite get over the hump, right? Still three games under 500. You know, you you feel good to have won the series, but just too much so far has gone a little wrong through the homestand. Uh, because they they blew a game against the Cubs they should have won you know the no hitter was what it was you lost 12 nothing you got you just got took one on the chin that day but you lost one that you should have won against the Cubs and you had chances in these two losses to the Cardinals to pull one out and it would have made a big difference, a big difference. Uh, they just haven't been able to do that so far. <laughs> you know playing it down to the end and we'll see if they can. It's gonna end up you know being the offense probably that that uh, pulls them through. So that's three up, three down. The Brewers, uh, again, take the series from the Cardinals three games to two. They'll have another five-game series coming up against the Cardinals to finish the season. So we'll talk about that uh, coming up in a little bit here. But as far as Ryan Braun goes, I mean, it is worth reflecting. When a milestone happens, we love milestone numbers in baseball. 350 career home runs for Ryan Braun, all as a Brewer. He's the Brewers, of course, far and away all-time home run leader. He is fifth on the active list for home run leaders in the in the uh, in Major League Baseball. The next four he'll never get to uh, before he retires. You wouldn't think, unless I don't know if he played what three more years. You know, maybe he could crack into that. Nelson Cruz with the Twins, and he's played, of course, with several other teams. Has 417 home runs. How about this one? I didn't even realize. Had no idea. Edwin Encarnacion has 422. Currently with the White Sox, four hundred and twenty-two home runs. Miguel Cabrera, you knew that with Detroit, four hundred eighty-three, and Albert Pujols is still playing. He has six hundred and sixty uh Hall of Famer, right? I mean, with, with the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. He's uh, you know, that's what that Willie Mays territory, six sixty. I mean, that used to be, you know, a big time number. And it still is, but uh it's been diminished in this uh you know, past 20, 25 years, steroid era and beyond. Uh, He has, he's, you know, just behind a few pretty big names that even he might be able to catch, uh, probably not this year, but if he played in the next year, uh, you know, he could catch Dick Allen at 351. That's just one more home home run, I should say. Ellis Burks, 352, Torrey Hunter, 353. He's 95th, by the way, on the all-time home run list. So he's top 100 in the game. Uh, Luis Gonzalez and Lee May have 354. Greg Vaughn. Greg Vaughn actually hit 355 home runs in the big leagues. I did not know that. You know, I mean, I really didn't. He he was a Brewer, of course, for the first several years of his career. Remember Vaughn's Valley out in left field. So you'd like to pass him. Uh, And then I don't know how many guys are on the... I, I guess you'd have to look at the list. How many Brewers are on the list? I know the top one, the real home run king of all time, played for a year with the Brewers, and that's Henry Aaron. I don't think Braun's going to catch him, <laughs> but uh, he has 755 and, uh, you know, double <laughs> double plus the amount of home runs that, that Ryan Braun has in his career. But it's good. Uh, he's 11 for 30 in September. I mean, I love September Braun, right? Who doesn't? He's been hot the last couple of years and now this year included, 11 for 30, seven extra base hits, four home runs in September. So he hit one home run. Uh, Well, I guess he has six. He had two home runs before September and now four in the month of September and we're not done. And that's awesome. You know, that that alone gives me the reason enough to say that I would love to see Ryan Braun with the Brewers next year. I'd love to see it. Because, again, I think he's only going to play if he comes back. He'd only play about 120 games. You know, if healthy, he'll probably have a DL stint. His back will stiffen up a few times. But the guy comes to play in September and you need that. Right, and so here we are, and he's doing it again, and uh, in a shortened season. Even I, I love to see it, and so hopefully that's what we see the rest of the way here uh, for the Brewers. Final three home games of the year coming up at Miller Park, and you know you you, you talk about it and you say, well, it's the it could be the final three games of the of his career at Miller Park, and that's true. It's it doesn't seem real though because there's no fans to really watch it at the ballpark, right? It's just that's another reason why I'd love to see him back next year. Uh, you know, because he produces for one, it's not like he's, you know, just this old guy, you're like, ah, oh, will just run him out there. And just for nostalgia's sake, I mean, he's producing not at an incredible level, but in September he is at an incredible level and I'm, I'm good with that, you know? So for all those reasons, uh, I'd love to see him back. Love to get your comments on that. If you, if you want to at lockdown brewers or at cheesehead talks, you can tweet at me Facebook.com slash lockdown brewers. You want to see Ryan Braun back next year? Um <laughs> at this point with the way the rest of the offense is going, you'd have to say absolutely. So anyway, we'll uh we'll see how he tracks the next eleven games. Hopefully he has another four or five home runs in him. That'd be outstanding. That'd be big time if you could do that and could really help the Brewers here. Uh we'll talk about those 11 games and what they entail and what is in store for the Brewers and where they are at in the standings. Uh, and heck, you know, after all this and the frustration of the offense, let's have some fun the last 11 games here after an off day today, huh? 11 games and 10 days to finish. We'll talk about that next. You're Brewers. If you own a car, and heck, I own two of them, well, my wife and I own two of them, can't take all the credits, Uh, you're going to need to to replace some parts every now and then. You're going to need a new battery, a new wiper something, a new blah, blah, blah. You're going to need new stuff. I'm not a car guy. But hey, there's a place to go for it, rockauto.com. They're a family business serving auto parts customers online, online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com, shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers, better then going to the auto parts store because you've got all the selection right there at the same cost, same cost to you as to, you know, the pros who buy auto parts, rockauto.com catalog, unique, remarkably easy to navigate, quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand specifications and prices that you prefer. They've got everything at rockauto.com. Best of all, the prices are always reliably low. And like I said, the same for, for professionals as for do-it-yourselfers. So why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? That makes no sense. Go to rockauto.com, see all the parts available for your car or truck, right locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Again, that's important, right? They need to know we sent you, right? Locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box, and they'll know. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. It's rockauto.com. So 11 games left for the Brewers in 10 days to finish. It's going to be fun, right? It's going to be a fun sprint to the end. You're in it. You'd love to be in better position. I said before the season, I still stand by this. It'd be a bitter disappointment if in an expanded playoff format like this, the Brewers do not make the playoffs. Right? They expanded the playoffs just as the season was beginning. They said, we're going to have eight teams in from each league. It's going to be best of three first round. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be raining cats and dogs. They also talked about now after that first round that you're going to have uh, bubble situations uh, after that. You're going to go to a couple of sites, one in Texas, one in California, and you're going to have bubbles for the division league championship and World Series. Okay. So that's what they'll do once the teams are narrowed to the uh, kind of the more... I guess not traditional, but to the divisional playoff sites. But you look at it, you know, the Dodgers in San Diego in the National League are, are you know, ahead of everybody. You know, San Diego's having a great year, great season for the Padres, 32 and 19. So they're 1 2 in the West. The Cubs are 1 in the Central. That doesn't look like it's going to change because they're clear of the field by plenty here, four and a half games up on St. Louis. And uh, and looking good or five and a half I guess up on St. Louis if you if you look well actually I have to check that twenty three uh, three games up in the loss column I can't do the math on St. Louis because the Cardinals have yet, they're getting there but they have to catch up to everybody in the amount of games played but the Cubs are thirty and twenty and the Cardinals are a game under five hundred so yeah five about five and a half games up yeah I was right what, why did I question myself uh, Atlanta and Miami Miami uh, one two in the East. And Miami still continues to do it. Got to give Don Mattingly and crew credit down there. Twenty-five and twenty-two for it. They thought they'd be the worst team in baseball, and they're not. Pittsburgh is <laughs> fourteen and thirty-four. Actually, I didn't check the American. Yeah, Pittsburgh is. Anyway, Miami twenty-five and twenty-two. So those are one, two in the East, and then there's two extra wild card spots. So it's interesting to kind of watch that play out as the as the uh, standings sort of materialize here in the last. Uh, 10 days because the other uh, team or the, the other division that that is fighting for that second place spot is the east with Philadelphia and San Francisco or Philadelphia 24 and 24 they're behind the uh the second place Marlins at 25 and 22. So Miami's got a good handle on that so far again with 10 games or so to play. And uh and so it's it's complicated because there's a lot of teams but bottom line is the Brewers are you know, what, a game and a half back of of Cincinnati right now. Uh, And and both teams have 26 losses. The Brewers just have two less wins. And that sets it up, right? The Brewers have three against Kansas City. Uh, The Royals right now are 21 and 29. uh, Not really any hope of making the playoffs in the American League. And so you got Kansas City coming to Miller Park this weekend. And that's such a crucial series. I'm not going to sit and get into what the Brewers need to do in that series I mean, clearly they need to win it, okay? I'm not going to use the S word because I've done that too many times. It just doesn't work out. So I'm not even going to talk about it. But they need to play well, and they need to take advantage of the fact you got the Royals coming up, a team that you can win against and take advantage of that this weekend. And then after that, you'll have uh, eight games in seven days to finish the season. And they are eight monumental games because it's against the uh, Reds, who are ahead of you in the standings, a chance to do something against them at Cincinnati, and then five games in four days this time, not two doubleheaders, but just one, five games in four days against the Cardinals to finish the season. So you've got eight games against teams currently ahead of you, and the exact teams you need to overtake at least one of them to get into the playoffs, and maybe even both of them if you really get hot, and then you could lock up that second place in the central spot, right? That's what could happen. You could do that because... You're right there. And uh, we'll see if the Reds get blistering hot or cool off. You know, and you, you have a big, if you're the Brewers, you have a big role to play in that. So it's going to be a fascinating final 11 games here in the final 10 games of the, uh, ten days of the season. Uh, it's Buckle up. You know, it's going to be a good ride. Hopefully it's a good ride. You need to get off to that good start against Kansas City. And then you need to keep it rolling as you hit the road. Last off day of the season right here today. And then here we go. Uh, and it's it's going to be interesting. You figure, uh, you know, you get Corbin Burns once against Kansas City, and then he'll probably pitch again against St. Louis. You get Woodruff again against the Reds, and then hopefully again against St. Louis. So maybe you get four more starts from your two best starters is, uh, is what you hope for. Uh, and I think they can do that, but uh, getting a little tight here. And then I don't know. You know, Adrian Hauser is set to go uh, this weekend. He has really struggled. You know, what will the Brewers do with him? Do they give him a really short leash? Probably. You know, Lindblom's starting to look a little better. So, you know, you run him out there. But, you know, bullpen be ready. (laughs) Because that's that's what it's going to take here. Beyond Burns and Woodruff, you're going to have to have the bullpen really ready to go uh, on those days uh, when those guys aren't pitching. And and we'll see. I mean, Suter has done well in, in having some spot starts to get you through a few innings. And Peralta, you know, you're know, you going to need some key contributions from him, you would think. And then also, you know, like I said, Ryan Braun is going to need to, to continue to be September Braun. And I said it yesterday, I'll say it again, Christian Yelich has got to show up. Uh, and, you know, I don't know that that's going to be the case. It just doesn't seem like he is able to really pop out of this thing. I don't know if it's a, a switch that can be flipped. I mean, the guy is still getting on base, so there's that. But, yeah, Hauser's going to go on Friday So, look out there. (laughs) Uh, Looking forward to it. We'll see if we can get a a guest for you on tomorrow as well. Haven't knocked anybody down yet, so we'll see. But uh, we'll always have good content for you. We'll talk more about it tomorrow. You can always find us on Twitter at GZ Talks, at Lockdown Brewers, and Facebook.com slash Lockdown Brewers as well. I'm Ben Larson. Looking forward to delivering your daily brewer's fix once again tomorrow, right here on Lockdown Brewers, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network.